the following. A podcast dedicated to two words Jesus used to change the world. Follow me. He used it then, and he uses it now. What does it mean? Does it define the boundaries of our relationship with him? Come and join us as we explore Follow Me in the following. Well, when I first started out this podcast journey, um, I uh, since I had an Apple Mac, uh, I had a, a program called GarageBand, and, and it was one of the uh, software products that was advertised as being really helpful for um, podcasts. And so I, I worked to try to get going on, on GarageBand, and I just couldn't make it happen, and, and uh, the, I didn't, wasn't getting the sound I wanted, and... And uh, it was just uh, really designed for people who wanted to do electronic music. So I found another um, system called Audacity, which is a free system, open open source, if you know anything about computing, which means that anybody can change it anytime they want to. Uh, And uh, it's a good program, and I used it for a few of the broadcasts. And uh, then our son Seth came over and said, Dad, you really need to be using a different kind of software. And so he loaded a a software called... uh, Cakewalk by BandLab, which had just recently gone from being a six or seven hundred dollar cost to to being free, and uh, so he put it in and set it up and and put put a few uh, templates up so that I could use and and gave me some lessons. That, but you have to understand that he's a an expert in this stuff and, and brilliant and, and way beyond my ability. And I, I stood there and I, I accumulated all I could. Uh, so anyway, I am. Um, I just I got a couple of them out, and uh, and then la- the last thing that happened was episode eight uh, went up, and, and there was nothing there. So I um, called, and and uh, he's very busy, and, and but he loaned me one of his friends, a, a guy named Rowan, big six foot four and mountain of a man, uh, gentle but 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 huge, and uh, so he came over and 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 gave me some lessons and and f- figured out with me what was go- going wrong. And um, so we're back again. So it only goes to show you that when you're old and uh, the technology keeps increasing in front of you. Uh, Another thing that was happening was I was spending a lot of time editing, trying to get the gaps down because of my age and my Parkinson's. I didn't want the the gaps to be there and the the breaths to be there. But I've decided that I'm just going to leave it and uh, do the very best I can and and, uh, we'll have a good time. But it's good to be back with you and for episode eight. Uh, Let's talk about John the Baptist. There came a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. John the Baptist may have been the very first follower of Jesus Christ. Remember that Jesus and John were both uh, raised uh, in different parts of the the Palestine area, but but at the same time, and, and were part of the same family. Um, or earthly family, and uh, so all of the people who knew Jesus in his childhood, in his adolescence, and his early adulthood, uh, had to that became followers had to change their opinion of Jesus. Uh, can you imagine somebody in your your life, in your, your your child or grandchild, that suddenly comes and says, "I'm the Son of God"? You have to come to a decision whether you're going to believe him or not. And uh, but John clearly uh, came to the conclusion that Jesus, his earthly cousin. Uh, was the Messiah. Uh, Now, in Luke chapter 3, it says, Now, in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip was tetrarch 
of the region of uh, Atria and Trachonus, and our hard word to pronounce. And Licinius was the tetrarch of Abilene. That's not Texas. That's, that's over in the Middle East. Uh, in the the high priesthood of An, An, in the high priesthood of An, Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness, and he came into all the districts around Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance and forgiveness of sins. As was written in the book of Isaiah, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord. Uh, in Matthew it describes um, John the Baptist is coming. Um, uh, John, John wore a garment of camel's hair and leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. I, I, in part of my study, I, I came across some, some old uh, traditions that said that John's mother, uh, John's mother had taken him into hiding during the time of the killing of the infants. Uh, and uh, the, the mountain miraculously opened up and swallowed him up because his father was killed during that time. And so it left the indication that John may have been kind of left to, to be raised in the, in the wild, as it were. Uh, and so when he appears, he, he appears quite rough, but he comes with a very razor-sharp message. He was preaching repentance and the forgiveness of sins. Now, eventually, um, so many people went out because of the dynamic nature of his message and, and the, the conditions of their heart, and they responded to John and, and were baptized for the, the forgiveness of sins. And um, eventually, scribes and Pharisees came out to see what was going on, and, and they wanted to, they lined up to be baptized by John as well. And he, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham for our father. For I say to you that from these stones, God is able to raise up the children of Abraham. Indeed, the axe is already laid at the root of the tree, so every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Uh, John it was a, not uh, uh, an easy guy to, 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 be, to be around. His message was pretty tough. But this is what I, want, what I think is really critical. Uh, it goes on to say, And the crowds were questioning him, saying, then what shall we do? And this, the reason this is so important is because it gives us an, a, a, an inclination into what it means to be a follower of Jesus and to actually live the principles of the kingdom. He said to them, The man who has two tunics is to share with him who has none. And he who has food is to do likewise. And some tax collectors also came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what you have been ordered. And some soldiers questioned him, saying, What about us? What shall we do? And he said to them, Do not take money from anyone by force, or accuse anyone falsely, and be content with your wages. So John just outlines what it means to be a repentant person, uh, what it means to have uh, confessed your sins to God and, and live a life of repentance in, in the bearing fruits in keeping with repentance. It's nothing too religious. It's something very practical out of each of their lives. And it gives us, as we'll see when we go forward into the teaching of Jesus, which is the core that we're supposed to follow, uh, it's very similar. It's just out of our life. What, what, how do we re, re, reflect our relationship with Jesus Christ? How do we reflect that uh, um, we are followers of Jesus Christ?
Now, um, eventually, um, Jesus comes to John to be baptized. In Matthew, it says, Then Jesus arrived in Galilee at Jordan, coming to John to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him, saying, I have need to be baptized of you. Do you come to me? But Jesus said to him, Permit it at this time, for in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill righteousness. Then he permitted him to be baptized. So Jesus comes and presents himself to John. And John's stunned because though they're out actually preaching similar messages, uh, Jesus is out preaching repentance, the kingdom of God is at hand, and and uh, be baptized. And, 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 we, and so Jesus was going around with his band of, of people and baptizing people. But he comes to John to be baptized, and John says, no, wait a minute. Uh, you, you're the you're the number one guy. I'm the, somewhere down the pecking order. I need to be baptized of you. And Jesus said, "No, look, let's do it this way because in this way uh, it, it it fulfills righteousness. It it and I think what Jesus was really saying was in, in this way it, compl- it is a, one of the completing features of me being uh, worthy of following uh, because each of us is called to be, as we enter a relationship of, of being a follower of Jesus to repent and confess our sins." Uh, and be baptized, and then confession and repentance are, are a, uh, a continuing feature of the, the Christian life. Uh, and, and you know the story, after being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove, lighting on him, and behold, the voice of, he- uh, of heaven said, This is my beloved Son. So uh, John, John was on hand there to, to identify Jesus, as um, the uh, the Son of God, whatever happened to John? Uh, it's amazing that the people in the New Testament who had the most impact uh, seem to suffer the the, the worst fate. Um, John chapter three says, after these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there were some. He was spending some time with them and, and baptizing. John also was baptizing in. Aeon near Salem, because there was much water there, and people were coming and being baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. Therefore there arose a discussion on the part of John's disciples with a Jew about purification, and they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, a, a man can receive nothing unless it's been given to him from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent to, ahead of him. He who is the bride, uh, he who has a, the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. So this uh, joy of mine has been made full. He must increase and I must decrease. One of the great... Um, lines, if you were, or, or mottos. He must increase, I must decrease. How many people have leveraged their uh, approach toward humility on, on those six words? He must increase, but I must decrease. That's seven words, actually. Um, he who comes from heaven is above all, and he who is on earth is from earth and speaks from the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. What he has seen and heard, and he testifies, and no one receives his testimony. He received his testimony, has set his seal on this, that God is true, for whom God is set, speaks the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. So John hands over the, the, his ministry to, to Jesus. 
and uh, and, and and his disciples. And we could read later, and we will um, next time, about how the, the process of how John, some of John's disciples, became Jesus' first disciples. Uh, and what happened to John the Baptist? Well, he, John the Baptist was uh, a, a politically engaged. Uh, he would not only preach to the, the Jews that came out to him, but he actually went into the hierarchy of the, the Roman organization and, uh, and confronted um, Herod. Uh, Matthew 14 says, For when Herod was, had John arrested, he bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. He's saying, Herod, you can't have your brother Philip's wife. It's unlawful. Although Herod wanted to put him to death, he feared the crowd because he regarded John as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before him, and it pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. That's uh, it, it, not a very veiled um, description of what happened. This girl danced before Herod, and he uh, got sexually aroused. And uh, there's a... Uh, an old expression, I'll, I'll purify it, but it basically says that an aroused male has no conscience. And so uh, because he was aroused, uh, he, he, um, uh, he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. And having pro- and being prompted by her mother, she said, give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. Although he was grieved, the king commanded it to be given because of his oaths and because of his dinner guests. He sent and had John beheaded in prison, and his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples came and took his body and buried it, and they went and reported it to Jesus. So it, uh, it didn't always end well for the, uh, the the first follower of Jesus Christ. It certainly didn't end well. But he stayed true to the end, pre- uh, preaching the, a, a gospel of truth uh, and repentance and um so we'll look into that more in the future, but I just wanted to touch base with John the Baptist because uh, we'll see that Jesus' message is very close. And so when John says, this is what you do, this is how you apply the message of repentance, uh, it, it, it's very close to us, it's very practical to us, it's not theological, it's, it's how we live our lives, how we deal with people we come in contact with, how we address needs that are presented to us, uh, and whether or not we're willing to reflect the, the nature of Christ. So I pray that God will bless you this week and make you successful in all you do and that your heart will be uh, open to help and minister to people you come across the way. God bless and keep you and make his peace shine upon you and give you grace. God bless you. Well, we got through that. It was kind of hard. It was a couple of times, the big long gaps, I thought maybe he died. But he, he, he finished it. You pray for Tim. He's doing the best he can and You'd appreciate hearing from you from time to time if you know his email address, which is tglester at gmail.com. Uh, anyway, we appreciate you coming and come back again. See you.